Be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Okay, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining in to another episode. I am here with two uh, special people. They're actually husband and wife. And if you guys don't mind introducing yourself, you have Jay and I, it's Jules, right? Or Julianne. Yeah, Juliana. Juliana. So you introduce yourself real quick if you guys don't mind. Right on. I am Jay Jackson, and this is my beautiful wife, Juliana Jackson. Yes, very beautiful. Yes. Very. <laughs> yeah. And uh, where are you guys from? Uh, currently, we're living in Roanoke Park, California, so Santa Rosa, 707, uh, about an hour and a half from where we are now, so, uh, north of where we are now. You have a great voice. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Like, I, I've had people tell me that about my other podcasts. So. Well, you could hear it now, oh, so right I, can, I can hear it. And Julianne, where are you from? You heard originally from? I'm originally from Pope Valley, California. Oh, wow. It's in Napa County, um, wow. about 45 minutes from where we live currently in Santa Rosa, Arona Park. Wow. And you guys have been married how long? A year, just over a oh, year. Oh, wow. Yeah, just hit a year. Doing um, well? Everything good? Yeah, That's fantastic. Great. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited uh, that you guys are both here. Thank you so much for even uh, being interviewed today. We have a unique topic we're going to try to get into, and hopefully um, it's interesting to the audience and we just don't go bananas on this thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, obviously, for over, jeez, let's not even go there, uh, over, <laughs> over 20 years. And being an entrepreneur, I have my own perceptions of being an entrepreneur, what that means. But there's also other sides of how people see being an entrepreneur, the perceptions of being business owners, and especially with social media today and how people portray being an entrepreneur, everybody should do it, and all these kids want to do it. And the new generation of kids, I think more of a, if you interview them, say, I want to own my own business versus maybe working a nine-to-five job. And I'm not saying I know the statistics of that. I'm just saying from what I'm hearing on social media, from the reels that I'm getting, maybe because I'm an entrepreneur, right. I'm getting a lot of that fed to me. What do you guys feel about that? Do you feel entrepreneur is something pe- being an entrepreneur is something that people should pursue? Um, are, are you guys both firm believers in that? Or are you more like, you know, see, see it a different perspective? So I could say off the bat that uh, I am the entrepreneur. I'm entrepreneur minded. I have no problem with chasing down a dream. And Jules is <laughs> more of the um, stable, stable nine to five every day. I would say I definitely believe in entrepreneurship, but I also am someone of structure and know, I like to know what I'm going to make every two yeah, weeks two or whatever weeks. my payday is. And I guess it's harder for me to just, you know, go out on a limb sometimes. Right. And I feel like with entrepreneurship, you really have to be able to be secure in the ability to do so, in right. my opinion. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you agree with that, Jalen? I mean, do I you do f- agree with that only because I've seen, uh, you know, if we just look at our relationship, I've seen stability has, is what's kept us, you know, ticking thus far you know whether it's certain things i need to be paid every month Mm -hmm. and certain things so and she has helped me in that aspect like the structure aspect of work yeah even when it comes to entrepreneurship too so you're not structured i (laughs) can definitely be a lot more structured 
Okay. Yeah. Um, Would you say you're the dreamer? I am the dreamer. The dreamer. Because, so on the other side of things, I do believe the nine to five should be used as a, as a stepping stone to what you, because there's certain things in my life that I want for me and her that the nine to five is just not going to get me over, you know, maybe over a course of 75 years. But at that point, I, I'm probably not going to be around anymore. So there's certain things that I want to do for us and for my family and for my parents that nine to five is just not going to get me. Now, I will use the nine to five as a stepping stone and to fuel my entrepreneurship. To fuel your business. Absolutely. Right. Because I've learned that's just um, unless you come into a large sum of money or something, um, you're going to need that. Um, you're going to need that stepping stone in order to fuel your, your assets or your education on something or whatever it is. But um, yeah, I'm, I want to use my nine to five to then fuel other things that I want to do in my life. And do you, you're, you know, so in terms of looking at it from a, an entrepreneur perspective, sure. do you value that a person having a nine to five job is necessary? Do you feel that they should all have a job before they start a business? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, well, I'm, it depends on who you are. It depends right, on right. What, you, what you already have. Um, I would say your average person, you're going to need to work and, and survive while you're trying to become an entrepreneur. So right. unless you, uh, I, I don't know how you would do that without some source of other source of income. Sure. But I think, I think it's necessary and it right. keeps you it gives you some structure. <laughs> it gives you structure. Um, and uh, so that you can use that to then fuel the things that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to en endure in life. Do you feel life. that um, everybody should be entrepreneurs or do you guys feel not everybody can, can be business owners? What are you guys thoughts on that? Do you, you know, like I totally agree with structure. I, I totally agree with being a dreamer. And combining the two, I think that's why you guys have great polarity because you guys see things in a kind of a different perspective, but it kind of works because you agree with both sides, both of you, right? right. Yeah. Um, the question is, though, do you guys believe that everyone should be at least pursuing or have a side gig or, you know, they always talk about having like a side business or something like that? Or do you think certain people should just stay at a job and stay there until they're retired? What, well, do, you, what do you guys think? I would say I believe anyone could be an entrepreneur and have their own job or side hustle. Now, whether that person or each individual believes that they can do it is, I feel like the difference for me, I would love to own something of my own, but I also am such a person of like, well, how do I get from here to there when I still have to work my job to survive? Right. So I guess if people don't have the education or the knowledge to like, learn how to create something of their own it makes them difficult makes it very difficult for those who do have a nine-to-five job to just up and be like okay i'm gonna go try this when i actually still have to rely on my paychecks sure every so many weeks but i think it's possible but i think it just depends on like how much that person can believe in themselves and i feel like a lot of people like myself included find it very difficult to just like believe in myself so hard to just like take that giant leap understood is it possible, though, uh, that a person could be at a job? Now, I'm not, I don't know, uh, I, would, I would get into what your job is, <laughs> but um, they could get laid off. They could, their company could go under, or, um, you know, you've seen companies that just shut down because of, you know, 
not being taken care of at the top. So there's still a risk in having a job also, the risk that you could lose your job, the risk that, you know, a company could shut down. Then you go backwards looking for another job, right? So someone has to go find another job. And then while they're finding a job, now they're, let's say they're getting laid off and they get like a severance pay or something, right? right. It also depends on if you have a good job, right? So again, anybody right. listening, they may not have the best job they're in right now. Some people may have jobs that they, you know, I've known, I've heard of new nurses that graduated from college are getting like 175000 a year in their first year right. at a job, which is unheard of for me coming from the 90s right. or 80s. Let's not even get into the 70s. Okay. But the fact that I was, you know, in my working years in my right. in the 90s and the 80s where, you know, there was no way anybody who graduated from college was getting over six figures. That wasn't even a possibility. Now you're talking 175000 yeah. for a nurse that just graduated from college. That's that's pretty significant, yeah. right? But that's a nurse, which is in high demand. We're always going to get sick. Obviously, there's certain industries that are like that. But not everybody, and I'm going to say 95% of the population – are going to have jobs like that. They're going to have, you know, regular jobs that they're just finding a way to may stay in it. And there's competition in these jobs. So there's still risk at, for majority of people, even though they don't want the risk of say being an entrepreneur, right. they're still risking the fact of someone taking their job. You could be, get too old. You could get to an age. Tell me if I'm wrong. You get to an age where now you're old and you've been working there 20 years. Yeah. Now the new people getting hired are 20, yeah. 23 years old with new degrees. Right. And you got a degree in 1996, let's say, for example, in my generation, 1996, I got my degree and you're at this job and you're working there for 25 years, getting your awards and, you know, what they give you, uh, you know, the gold watch and all that for working there forever. But now they're really saying, when are you going to get out of here? Yeah, because the new generation, we could pay them half the money Mm -hmm. and get you out of here because you've been stacking through the cost of living wages increases. right? Right. So you have a risk of longevity. Right. Right. And there's another risk there. So chasing a dream might not be something that you say you're saying, well, it's hard to chase a dream, but you might be forced to chase a dream depending on circumstances that other people may have to go to. I'm not saying depending on your job. Right. Right. Do you guys agree with that? Or am I, am I just flipping out here? No, absolutely. (laughs) You agree with that, right? I I mean, it's still risky. I think, I think what you just hit was, is, is something that people don't particularly think about every day Mm. when they see the stability in the nine to five, I guess we don't really look at that as like, well, there's risk there too. Yes. You know, that's right. um, you could get hurt, get sick, that's right. something happened, you know, God forbid something happens to the building, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, there is risk there also. Well, there's also the, your best self, right? Okay. So for example, right, you're working at a job, you're getting your paycheck, but you know, the job's not paying you for some jobs that you feel your worth. Like that's what happened to me. I was sitting at a job. And I'm just a guy sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day. Okay. I, I sat in a cubicle. I, I literally was sitting in a cubicle doing you know, all day. I, I look at the clock. It'd be nine o'clock. And I go, oh my God, I'm here till five. I go, no, I turn around. And, God, I've been working so hard. How long, what time is it? 905. Right. Okay. And I'm like, I've been here that <laughs> five minutes. I feel like I've been here 10 hours. Okay. Right. So I hated it. I, I, I had a, a hatred for it or I just didn't like it. And so I wasn't giving my job. And unfortunately, if my old coworkers are listening to me, I'm not giving it my 100%, my very best. I'm giving it 50%, if that, and maybe calling uh, my wife today on the phone to, Hey, what are you doing later? And talking right. on personal calls, you know, while I'm working. So I'm not giving my best. So is it also a risk that I'm tapping into a portion of who I am at a job and not really pursuing my best self 
when I'm working. Now I'm just, I'm asking it because you're structured and you're yeah. looking at things in that perspective. And am I risking that because I'm not really tapping to who I really am? What do you think? I can, I can totally agree with you there. And the reason why, um, is because I feel like I do with working with a structured environment myself, I right. put 110%. That's so awesome. I feel that there is also risk with that mm. personally because then that starts draining me mentally wow. and in stress. So because then I, I, who I am is like, I'm if my name's on it, I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can because it's a reflection of me and who That's I right. am. So no matter how stressed I come home from work or upset I may be, I still put in 100% because my name is on it. And I was always raised to do the best that I can possibly do. So I feel like the sacrifice with that does come emotionally. I get overly stressed. Sometimes I just feel like I'm in this funk. And mm. luckily I have an amazing husband who likes who will sit there and listen to me just vent. So I feel like it's great having structure, but it's also it wears you down mm. personally, mentally, everything, which then has a negative effect over time. So I think that's why it's great. Because I am so used to that lifestyle to have my husband who is, I call the dreamer, or someone who has more of an entrepreneurial outlook on things because he can help guide me to learn how to change that mindset because he's seen me where my job and as hard as I work and as much as the benefits and everything is great, how it's wearing me down. So I know those things and I know there's areas I need to improve on because it's wearing me down in that sense. But it's so difficult to let go when I know how much I need it to survive. So, but you, it's important to not sacrifice yourself to wow. survive as well. But I admire that you give it 110% of yourself and you put so much out. Um, I, I, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, but I think that not many people are like that. That's, not. that's pretty amazing. You know, I don't want to say it's bad. There's a lot of people like you, I would assume, but I don't see that type of passion for their job like that. And I, maybe I just don't know enough people that are like you, which is great. But I feel like for me, it's um, so awesome. I'm a beverage shift manager at a casino. So for me, the biggest thing that drives me to work as hard as I do is because I want to be the leader that I needed when I was in their positions. So I've been a server. I've been a bartender. I've been wow. an assistant beverage manager. And I want to be able to give to them what I needed. I see. When I was there. And I feel like that's the driving factor. And I think that's just who I am as a person is to make sure I'm taking care of people mm. because I, I don't want them to feel helpless. I don't want them to feel like they don't have support. And that's why I do what I do. It's ultimately for them to make sure they have what they need to be successful, to see them grow, to see them take my position one day, to see them go even further. Um, and that's why I work the way I do. And um, I, it's it's rewarding, but it does wear you down. So I can definitely see. So there's sacrifices and yeah. risks and, and stresses. And you mentioned stress, which is the mm -hmm. same as an entrepreneur. I think the misconception of being an entrepreneur is that everybody makes it. I think the reality right. is most people are going to no. fail, unfortunately. Yeah. And um, they said it was like one out of you know, out of five businesses, four out of five are going to fail in the first five years or something like that. I don't remember the statistic exactly, but some crazy statistic where you could start a business and you're just going to immediately, the odds are stacked against you because, right. you know, certain things, or it could be economic changes. It could be financial, not able to hold and sustain your business, or you weren't trained well enough or whatever. Right. right. But the risk of that, I think, um, 
is still high. But I mean, the misconception of being an entrepreneur is that it's easy, that it's simple. Um, what, do you agree? Do you think people kind of sell that a little bit online? Oh, 100%. Um, entrepreneurship's got to be the hardest, you know, one of the hardest roads that you can go down. And the reason that most people, you know, go down it is because what's at the end of that tunnel, if you can get down there successfully. Um, but I think, you know, there, I see a lot of people, you're seeing usually on social media as an example, you're seeing the end result of 20 years of work. You're not seeing everything that came before you know, what you're being shown. So you're seeing highlights of that person, that the best parts of that person's life, right? But you're not seeing the late nights, the early That's mornings, right. the That's sacrifices, right. the, um, because life still happens whether you're pursuing entrepreneurship or not, right? So people still lose parents and family members and Get children right. and, That's right. and, you know, things happen and, uh, you know, natural disasters happen and all these life things still go on while you are, trying to accomplish one of the harder tasks in life. So like I said, when you're seeing the end, you're, you're just seeing the end, when you're seeing the cars and the houses and these things, you're seeing the end result of 20, 30 years of consistent grueling work. That's right. So yeah, the idea that entrepreneurship is just some, um, you know, is some dream that you can, that you just reach by, you know, it's not, it's not sunshine and rainbows. No, man. no, like not it's, at all. <laughs> it's, you don't, it's not just plug and play. You just come in and everyone's going to make it. It's a different, exactly. different journey for I everyone. I mean, granted, some people are blessed with certain advantages over other people, Definitely. which may make things easier in one way and harder in another, but everybody's got their gifts and stuff, you know, but, you know, on a even playing field, it's it's very difficult, you know, and I think it's it's the consistency, it's the doing the things that you don't want to do, when you, um, but doing them like you love it, you know, like it's the things that you have to do. It's the I think consistency and effort are two of the main things. You can give a ton of effort, but if you give it once a year, well, what does that do? Or you can give a two percent of your effort every day, but what's that doing? So you have to combine maximum effort maximum consistency and i think that gives you maximum efficiency so i have i think that's great jay and i agree with you a thousand percent and i'm listening to both of you right <laughs> and um my question would be this right i relate to this very well because that's why i'm asking this question working a nine to five what hours do you work i <laughs> <laughs> um i work more than nine to five hours um, so what would I, you say your hours are about an 10, average day 11 hours so you go in at what time um i go in well my schedule changes but now i go in at 10 a.m 10 a.m and what time do you get you get home seven seven o'clock depending i used to work seven thirty in the morning and sometimes wouldn't get home till seven o'clock at night holy moly other positions i've worked 13 hour days um but yeah it's definitely long days okay <laughs> and then when you talk about being an entrepreneur what are those hours for you if, you know, obviously it's, it could be 24 hours for some people, but right. like, what are your hours you're really dedicating for your company and your business? And well, if I have like a meeting or something that day, it just depends on what I have going on that day. If I have, you know, some appointments like with 
yourself or yeah, sure. with Eugene. Um, that would be a little bit more time. I like to kind of be coherent and kind of plan the things that I need to have, you know, that I want to say or that I want to get right. done. So uh, that's usually in the morning and after that. But I also do have a, a, a later, a, I wouldn't say it's 9 to 5, it's a little bit shorter than that, but I do have a Monday through Friday job yeah, that I go still, to at yeah. night. Okay, so, and what time is that? Um, that's usually like 4.30 to 8.30 or 9. At night? At night. Okay, so you work from 4.30 to 8.30 at night on a structured position, right? Right. And then in the mornings, it's kind of like your, your time to get um, your business going for all the way until like 2 or 3, right? Right, and usually before that, I'll be, some most of, most of the time I'll be in the gym at 5, so I'm in the gym 5 to 7 usually, and then um, I'm, day trading so i'm either trading in the market making trying to make money there or i am um studying how to do be more efficient sure so and then i'll have appointments with you and eugene so right. that'll be a little bit later in the day then i'll have a little bit of the middle of the middle of the day to kind of like okay breathe you know do what i gotta do eat run errands and then from 4 30 to 9 or 4 30 to 4 to 8 i'm back at work at, at night so then, um, when is when do you guys have time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a difficult that one. We, yeah, oh. we need to work. On okay, that. now you are early stages of your life. Yeah, I consider you guys still very young, right? And you're right. new to your your marriage, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm experienced in this area. You know, pretty high, pretty highly <laughs> experienced in this area. Um, good and bad. Um, but again, the time is going to be a factor in your relationship is a priority. I would, I would assume really God is a, is, I mean, let me just yes. go into that. I mean, yeah. as an entrepreneur, I've had God as my priority first, right. my family, my health, and then my business Okay. in that order. Right. Okay. Cause what's the point of my business if I'm unhealthy, right? right? What's the point of you my, have one. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of my health if I don't have my family and what's the point of my family if I don't have God? Right. right. So it all falls for me. That's the priorities of my hierarchy or priorities. Mm -hmm. So in a situation where I'm listening to you two, your work, although you're passionate, giving 110 percent, you're giving more to your work than you give maybe anything else because her schedules could go from eight to 10 hours in a day. The reason why you have I'm just psychoanalyzing here. The yeah, reason why you have gym time is because she may not be home yet. And if she's not home, you have some time to go work out from right. five. Well, to she's whatever. actually in bed still when I leave to the gym. So she's okay. So you're getting yeah, up, you're I'm, getting I'm up, up gone. Her so I'm, what, I'm it's not killing. Back. It's not really killing time because right. she's asleep. I'm going to go work out at that time. Right. So how about at nighttime? Hey, I'm not going to lie to you, Jeff. Sometimes at night <laughs> we are so tired, or we're you know that we're just. We're just sitting on the couch, or we'll we'll make dinner and, and we're just chilling, watching the just show chilling, together. Yeah, or that's your you know? your time to just mentally escape at that point, right? I feel like that's like an area that we've also talked about because it's it it does affect us in our yes. time to spend together. That's and right. my not only am I at work for those long hours, but I also work when I'm not physically on property because I am a manager, so oh, wow. I have access to my email, so I'm responding. And, you know, there's times where he's even been like, hey, like, can you, can you just put it down? Like, pay attention to me a little bit. And then I, I have to, like, remind myself, like, it's important. Like, I need to have work-life balance. Right. And it's been a little off where work is taking over my life. And I think within the past few weeks, I would say I've been more mindful of that. And taking, like, those mental health days and, like, taking more PTO and being like, you know what? I'm not going to touch my email 
I'm just going to let that sit. Cause he would say, you know what? Does it matter if you respond right now? I can't wait. Could wait like an hour, two hours. And you yeah, know, it's a great point. And I think it's important because like we've learned to communicate that and he will say those things. So then I'm aware of it instead That's of great. just holding on to it and me not knowing because when I'm working and I'm, I'm very driven, I will just like, I got to be there for my team, but I also have to be there for my husband and I have to be there for my family. And, and you, have, you guys will have kids yet. Exactly. That, that, is that something you guys are planning? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to change schedules again. Yeah, right. Yep. And Go I, ahead. I just wanted to add, sometimes it's, it's I'll, I'll mention those things, not even really for me, because I'm like, you'll, you'll have me for the rest of your life. But um, for her, you know, like if you don't, if there's however many people at work when you're not there, and, you know, some people are slacking or whatever, but if you don't answer this email in the next, you know, however long, like, is, is it going to affect everything else that happens there? Like, I, I don't say, I'm not saying you need to pay attention to me. I'm more like, you need to be mindful of, of yourself. Like, give yourself a little bit of time. Like, you're, you're going to be back there tomorrow, okay? I get it. And yeah. it's, it's cool. Like, you can answer the emails later. But, like, just you, you might need to, like, go for a walk or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. a little bit of time to where, like, you're relaxing right now. Don't hop back in, in this in, and, and in get yourself riled up again. again. Yeah, you're right, right back in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, you're right, right back right. in it again. And you're not even there. You know right. I mean? But you also can't blame a person who works can't. 110% and 100%. she gives it 110 and when yeah. something's needed, she doesn't want to put it. A, if she procrastinated. someone else might not do it. Right, so but I if she procrastinated, it. it wouldn't even be her anyway. Right. Right. She right. wouldn't push it aside to do it tomorrow. That's not. That's not why she's who right. she is. Yeah. So You're it's right. hard to, to yeah. battle when yeah. she's just being her. Right. True. Yeah. Right. True. It's and I just, I just try to remind her sometimes, like, okay, like, remember, like, just breathe a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it'll, you'll be all, it'll be all right. It'll Here, be all here's right. what I would say. Yeah. Okay. But, I, but I also do know, like, you're saying, like, she's the, this is the reason why she's got, she's moved up so far yes. is because of the way that she, she is. gets it done. That's right. You I know what I mean? To, remember sometimes it's just like you constantly pour yourself out but if nothing is pouring into you you're not pouring into yourself then what happens when you're you're empty at some point i i recommend that you guys have a like a goal setting session right of of priorities of urgency for both of you like what's the most valuable like for an example i think it'd be great because of the way you are you guys would be very successful in business because you have two sides of the equation. You have a person who's organized to make sure the books are always in order. And you have a guy on the, on your side that would always make sure he's pursuing to build whatever business that is. So whether it's in an agency or whether you would a restaurant or you were to build whatever you wanted, you have the drive to go find it and to go build it. She may be great at making sure it's going to stay stable and it's going to work. So I think together you guys would run a great business. This is my opinion. Right. That should be a, a, an out a goal of say, you know, a five, 10 year plan that now your job, you still give it 110%, but now there's an emphasis that on times you guys are together to put emphasis on a business you guys could potentially work together. So maybe in five years, now you're working together as a couple and you're spending this great time together and you're pursuing dreams at the same time. And maybe you could travel more. Um, I'm going to say this, um, traveling is a big deal to me. And I started traveling more in my 40s. I wish I would have traveled when I was younger. I wish I was a little younger. Now, I'm not saying that 40s is like a, you right. know, I'm not, a, I'm not saying I'm at AARP yet at 40, right? I'm just saying at 40, 
I wish I didn't focus on traveling when I was young. Okay. And I still think 40 is young, but I know guys fifties and sixties who've been working their whole life, never traveled because they've been so focused on working. Their schedules are like this, like kind of similar to yours where there's no time to plan uh, a great vacation because you you're, you're, you're grinding it out in the day. She's grinding it out all day. And then at night you didn't mention any time about who's cleaning the house. Right. Making sure the house has to be organized, yeah. right. how you're getting dinner. Right. Right. I mean, you still have to eat. Something has to be planned. You still have to go groceries, right. things that just don't go away that are in that schedule that yeah. you don't see. Like you didn't mention, oh, I have a housekeeper that right. makes sure the house is always clean. Yeah. So right. I would assume that if you're home during the day at certain times and she right. gets home, like say eight o'clock, she's like, hey, did you uh, clean the house? Right. And you're like, uh, I did. I was busy on my business. Right. So there's all these things that people don't see, like you were yeah. talking about earlier. They don't see the grind of a, even a relationship or being entrepreneurs. And right. I'm just going to say this because I'm an entrepreneur. I think you guys would be great and together as a couple. I do too. Yeah. I think you guys would be great. Now, again, the passion of it, I, I, I respect the, the need of security because that's, what's going to keep uh, your life afloat. You know, it's going to keep you going, but right. there's got to be the dreamer in you too, yeah. in my opinion, that maybe the end, the end goal, you know, is a 10 year goal or a five year yeah. goal. So you're doing this for a reason, you know, not just, working until you wake up and one day you're 60. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Right. I agree with that. And I appreciate your viewpoint because I think it's important. I am such a person of family. I love spending time with family and working a job that I work, it makes it very difficult to have that time with family. Mm. So I think that is a great um, advice for you to give us because when you have something you build together, then you spend more time with right. one another creating something together that's right and ultimately i think that's a great idea for us right. to have a long-term like goal. a vision of it yeah, yeah absolutely a vision. Yeah. yeah i think it'd be i think that would be amazing to be honest with you yeah okay. and it's it's not the material things that i want you sure. know it's, mm. it's a, a, okay i'm not gonna lie i'm human a few things i would like to have <laughs> you know what i'm saying sure. like dream car maybe house you know whatever but it's the time that i want right. because it's invaluable you know what i mean you can't put a price on time you That's can't right. get it back. You That's can't right. get it back. You can only, you know, get so much of it going forward. It's it's health and time for me, and that's what I want the most. I want time with people that I love, you know, you, Eugene, her, whatever we feel like doing, and, you know, my, my family, her dad, um, sister, mom, mom, you know, just family and friends that I love the most in life. Like, I want to be able to spend the most time with. And not not time where I'm like, okay, I got to get back here at a certain time. But right. No, like, just time just time you know when you say that uh it that opens up a whole new conversation i could i could really get into that but i will just say this um do both you guys have both your parents are they still around i do both yeah. you guys. you're very fortunate how, how old are your parents uh but dad's 67 mom's 63 63 and how about yours both of my parents are 60 60 so your your parents are young still relatively young mm -hmm. and you guys are young so you haven't um went through the pain of no. losing parents. No. Okay. Um, losing parents. And I lost both of my parents. Um, you see the world in a different perspective. I mean, I'm at least speaking for myself. Okay. I yeah. saw the world at a different perspective when I lost my mom and my dad, my dad, my mom, I was only 10. My dad, when I was in my thirties. Now, when you get to that point, my dad worked at a job and he gave his entire life to it. He actually had the gold watch, a perfect attendance. He worked at Barrier Rapid Transit. Um, I completely admire my dad's work ethic. He perfect attendance. A guy would never call in sick. Even if he was sick, the guy's going in. He's mm -hmm. one of those kind of guys. He didn't believe in calling in sick. Right. Okay. He's one of those. 
but he ended up getting sick with cancer. And when he passed, he gave everything to his job. He, he gave it all. Like he worked a graveyard shift. Um, he even, he even had kids when he was young, you know, I won't even get into my dad's personal life, but he had kids when he was, when he was older and they were young, he was in his sixties already having kids. He still had to pick up elementary school. So my dad was, you know, he kept strong as long as he could. Okay. Okay. Now, (laughs) now that also, you know, made me realize things. He didn't travel very much. He, he didn't spend a lot of time with him and my mom when they were, my mom died when she was only 44. So she didn't get a chance to travel. Um, she worked at bank of America. She was a great worker. I got I also I was only in my you know baby years, but watching my mom go to work every morning, and her dying at forty four, my dad giving his whole life, him dying at sixty eight, gave me a perspective that I don't work because I think I'm guaranteed tomorrow. A lot of times when you guys are planning, like when you're looking at planning, you're like, yeah, we should have a goal down the future. There's a belief system that you're going to be here. You don't have a you don't have a thought process oh, yeah. that oh, yeah. maybe this gets cut short. That. Maybe oh, yeah. I've only got five years. You don't know your time. You you have right. you have no guarantee you're going to be able to make sixty five years old. Okay, yeah. you're not even guaranteed to make tomorrow. Okay, yeah. but we live like we do. Right. Okay. If we live with urgency and not thinking things are going to be here for sure, mm-hmm. then the dreams and goals would have a time frame on it that would make you move a little bit faster. And I think that's what helped me when I was kind of transitioning my life. I said, look, I don't have time. I, I think you have to put not just a goal, but you got to put a realistic time frame because you don't know. Yes. What if you get to an age, like my mom, 44, never got to see the things that I was able to see. I see things for her, not for me. I see places in the world that she's never seen, not because I want to see and I'm boasting when maybe a little, but (laughs) I'm saying I see it because I want to see what my mom produced a son that was able to see things that she probably wished she was able to see. Right. That's why I do it. I mean, it really inside of me when I see things, I wish my mom would have seen this. I wish my, my dad would have seen my dad. And, and I think that the part of the job and working so hard and all the hours you tend to forget the bigger picture. With parents both alive, you guys might assume I'm going to outlive them because the odds are you will. It's being an insurance agent, right. the odds are you will. Okay, right. longevity revolution is living longer. Sure, we're healthier, better foods, better, everything's better. But you don't know, you okay? Don't know. You don't know. And, and you could blink tomorrow. There, I just saw this thing on television. Some of you probably heard this on the radio. Um, the girl, she was from San Jose. I can't remember her. She's 40 years old, ate, a, ate fish. I don't know if you guys heard about that. She ate fish just last week. She ate fish or something, uh, had a stomach ache, went to the hospital. And um, if uh, she started to lose her, her hands are getting black. Her feet start getting black from this fish she ate. And in order for her to survive, that amputate both her arms and her legs, 40 years old, because she ate fish she bought in San Jose. This is all over the news. You could, you could Google it. 40 years old, had to lose her arms and her legs because of some fish she ate. And she, she cooked the fish at home, but didn't cook it enough. Got is it. that crazy, right? Yeah. So that can't happen to any of us. That could happen to anyone. Yeah. You wouldn't think you have a stomach ache and you're going to go to the doctor. You're just going to get you like a pill and you're done. She yeah. walks out um, in the hospital. She's still fighting for her life right now. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. She's only 40. That's right before you guys, younger than you, older than you guys still, right? right? But right. that's you don't know the life could change in an instant. And yeah. then all the goals and dreams 
are, are gone because we didn't think about the fact that did you treasure each day as if it's your last? And I think that's the message I'm getting from that. Like being an entrepreneur gives you perspective of living today as if it's your last. And I think right. a lot of times you structure and for not in a, in a bad way, they structure, they forget about the life changes, mm-hmm. right? And that's where layoffs and things happen too, and then they get forced into a decision. But I'm saying, if you could look at it for more urgency, I think you guys would see it from another perspective. Yeah. Does that make sense, or am I just no, freaking no, out no, here? It's yeah, perfect. Yeah, and I, and I think you guys would be very successful at it, and, and appreciate the fact you guys get along so well. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's anything else you guys want to add? I, I hope this wasn't too boring for you guys. Yeah, no, I just want to say it. thank you because I yeah. think I think her and I. I'll speak for myself. I think I needed to hear a lot of this, you mm-hmm. know, to, to, um, you know, that way it's fuel for the fire, you know, right. that way we can be like, all right, look, you know, this ride home, we, we, we're going to have to talk about some things. Right, right. So we're going to have to be like, you know, um, you know, what is it that we don't have time? You know, like you, ju- like you mentioned, mm-hmm. like everybody thinks they have time, but things can obviously take a drastic turn mm-hmm. in a matter of, you know, Instant. instantly. Yeah, yeah, right? That's right. Um, so, you know, there are certain things that her and I both want, and I think we need to come up with a, a, a you know, at least start, things change, but start with a plan That's right. to achieve the things that we want in life because, you know, we don't, there's no do-overs and there's no, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda's at the, at the end, you know, I don't want to, I, I just don't want to look back and be like, you know, man, I wish I, I wish I would have done this. That's right. Or I, you know, so. No, I agree. And I feel like you hit the nail on the head because we've been together for seven years and we haven't traveled anywhere other than Oregon, which just happened this year. It's great though. So that's great. great. Um, but we definitely want to go more places and experience more things together. And, um, I feel like with the entrepreneurship with that, I can now see at least you're living and working for something you truly love and enjoy That's right. versus a nine to five may not be something someone truly loves and enjoys and feels rewarded. It's because they have to. That's right. And I feel like there's just a huge difference there. And I think it's important to live life truly living for and doing things that you love because then your life will be more fulfilling. Well, you know, I could go on and on. Yeah. This could go on for, <laughs> this has been the 37 minute podcast is pretty long, yeah, but, yeah, but I want to yeah. thank you guys so much for yeah, your time. How do they get yeah. in contact with you guys have like a handle on Instagram or anything they could follow you? Anybody wants to follow you? Yeah, I am uh, the life insurance agent or the life agent on Instagram. That's uh, my, uh, okay. Hey, you could follow, you could follow Jay, his journey and his, yeah, his, anything agent. with anything with you uh, that you wanted to add about your, your, did you have a handle that you have on Instagram or anything? I don't know. It's just my personal one. <laughs> Mrs. Jackson, but that's Miss Jackson, it. that's good. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Hope you guys enjoyed this, and we'll talk, see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.